Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to our suave experience with your boy DD. All right. So thank you guys for coming back once again. If you're a new listener, if you're a new listener, thank you for stopping by. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And today's episode, as you guys are already aware of, we're going to be talking about trust issues and why do we see it in a recurring theme in our current society today. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm just going to give my whole spiel on it. And what you guys can do to help me help this show out, help this content to go forward. Here's what you can do. Make a good review on Apple iTunes. That is on Apple iTunes. Make it a five star. It helps do with the ratings of the show. Makes it go well. If you get five stars and up, the more of those you get, the more likely you are to be able to be on the top 200 list. So that's our goal for the next 10 years to get on that list at least once. I believe that we can do it. Also, make sure you share this with your family and friends if you enjoy the show. Because if you share, it shows DD that you, in fact, care. And a lot of you guys have done that. Shout out Kev. Shout out Ariel. Shout out Josh. All of them. And all those who have missed who shared the show. Shout out to my mom as well. Because she does her thing with pushing out the show. So thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I'm filled with gratitude. And also... One quick thing, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So it doesn't matter to me. All that matters is you're subscribed. So we're on 11 different platforms. So you can go on, if you're on Android, you can go on Google Podcasts or Google Play Music. If you're on iOS, which is iPhone or any iOS products or any Apple products, if you will, all you have to do is just go on Apple Podcasts or you can go on your google play store for the android users or the samsung stores for the samsung users and then for the apples you can go on the apple store and then you just type in podcast and there's a bunch of different podcast platforms that i'm should be on because i'm on 11 so you just check those out if you don't like those you can check out spotify and soundcloud i'm on that as well So thank you guys so much for your support thus far. I appreciate this. I really do. But without further ado, here we go with the word of the day. It's June 5th. And the word of the day is Malapert. And essentially, that word is very new to me. But I'm going to spell it out for you guys. So it's M-A-L-A-P-E-R-T. So that's the word of the day. It's an adjective. And... All it means is saucy. That's the definition of that word using the 15th century, according to the English language. And it was one of Shakespeare's favorite words to use. So, of course, Shakespeare has that sauce and Udivi has that sauce. So thank you very much, Merriam-Webster, for the inspiration. This is a swap experience with your boy, Didi, and we will return shortly. Yo, so we're definitely in the house. Your boy Didi's in the house. And today we're talking about trust issues. Okay. I know a lot of us in this day and age has trust issues, but it's not a new concept. Nonetheless, it's been around for quite some time. But needless to say, of course, we must understand the word trust issue or like the phrase or concept trust issues so we can go on from there 
So basically all it is is lack of trust may include being extra suspicious of other people's motives and behavior. You feel taken advantage of, but only because it happened before. And you may have trust issues with letting yourself go with emotional or physical intimacy or commitment with other people, whether it be plutonic or in the confines of a relationship that leads towards marriage or romantic, if you will. But we also have the counter definition, which would be trustworthy. So we're going to read that quickly. So all it is, it's an adjective defining a person and or an object. And all it is, is worthy of confidence. Okay. So we got both definitions on two ends of the same spectrum, which is trust. Okay, this one is going to be very difficult because a lot of us have undergone this whole trust epidemic. And you see it a lot in today's society where we hear we don't need new friends. We say the same all day ones, all those things. And it's good to have people in your life that you've known over a lot period of time that can that you can confide in, that you can trust. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to humanity, you cannot fully trust people. Meaning that eventually someone will let you down one way, shape, or form. The ones that you believe won't let you down, sometimes they will. And I'm not saying that I've never let people down. I have, and people let me down before. And sometimes that you're more hesitant to trusting that person or those people. Um, I would like to say that the most important person, person that you would have to trust or put your trust in or confide in, I would say, would be God, Christ Jesus. But if we're just talking about based off human interaction, of course, even with romantic relationships, you're going to have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and you're gonna have to trust them even though you've been hurt before now like i said before when it comes to memory all it does is it serves a purpose of telling you not to get in that same situation because you don't like the outcome that comes with it but the thing about trust is is basically like a leap of faith for some things for other things it's more or less practical for example if you go to a car dealership and you deal with this car dealership that you have been going to for the last 10 years obviously you built a sort of trust that they will not swindle you or bamboozle you when it comes to purchasing your new vehicle that you would like to purchase so that's why you went to them because you trust them but that first that trust that is founded on you wouldn't have that trust if you didn't try out that dealership in the first place. So when it comes to trust, it has to, a lot of it. I think it's built up with over time. It's not just an instance, meaning that 
you just don't trust people just for the sake of trusting people, but you kind of trust them and you keep most people just trust them, but keep their guard up because they don't want to get hurt or taken advantage of, which is fair and is more or less a defense mechanism. But sometimes even the ones that you really trust, sometimes they will backstab you. If that hasn't happened to you yet, it probably will. Because that's the world that we're living in today. And there are some slime balls. There are some snakes out there, some serpents, some salamanders, some slimy dudes, some slimy girls, two-faced, all those things. But all you have to do is just be aware of it. And the thing is, we don't even have it that bad in the sense that imagine, for example, Christ. Okay? The prime example, he... Out of 500 people, he picked 12 after the Sermon of the Mount. And those 12 became his disciples, which even if you're religious or you're not, you know. And the funny thing is, even out of the 12 that he picked, now we understand that Christ is all-knowing, okay? And he knows the intentions in the hearts of men. So imagine picking somebody like a Judas and knowing that, He's going to betray you. And not only that, he was the closest one to Christ, according to scripture. And he picked him anyways to be a part of his team to spread the gospel. So who's to say that can't happen to us? Now, I'm not trying to make you paranoid about which friends are going to turn on you. All you have to do is just wait and time will teach you. But all I'm saying is this. Eventually, someone may cross you, but doesn't mean you shouldn't trust anybody else ever again. Because at the end of the day, when you put your trust out forward, you have the good intentions. You don't know the intentions of others right away. But like I said before, they can only do what's in their heart and the truth will always come out. They might... Look like a sheep, but there will be a wolf underneath for some of them. But their tensions will come forth. And you live and you learn from it. This life, of course, is not easy. and Of course, you don't want to go through hardship. But we know that we always may, well, not always, but we will have to endure hardship. We're going to have to handle it and cope with it. And not only just cope with it, but we can overcome it. So that's what it comes to when it comes to trust and the fact that we have a lot of trust issues. And another thing, especially that I noticed now at days that probably wasn't so for days of old, all it was or all that I found out is that a lot of people we date quite frequently in this generation and we don't really get attached Two people because of all the hurt that we've been suppressing and we're not being able to express ourselves fully because we have to put out a facade because of social media. Now, not to say that social media is a bad thing. I think it can be bad, but it can be good. But you can say that about most things that men create. It could be used for evil. It could be used for good. For example, you take a gun and put it in the hands of a police officer or probably not the best <laughs> okay, I'm going to use a different 
Example, you put it in the arms of a soldier fighting combat to free people overseas. And then you put it in the hands of a criminal who just wants to take money from a bag. It's the same weapon, but the motives of the person are different. And they're doing it for a different cause, a different reason. So let's say this. When it comes to trust, we do not know, we do not fully understand the motives of the other person. We don't. But does it mean that we should write everybody off because of one person? That would be an illogical fallacy. Yeah, I know that memory would serve purpose to remind you of that moment where your heart has been shattered and your trust has been taken advantage of. But that's that that is not just one person who's doing that or who did that to you. That doesn't mean everybody else will do that to you. You're just basing it off of one experience. And that's an illogical fallacy. You can't take one experience and apply it to everybody else. Because maybe their motives will be good for you. You just don't know. And sometimes when it comes to this trusting, it has to come through experience. Because if you pull a wall up, sometimes it blocks you from good friendships, good opportunities. All these things. And I notice it from this generation because also social media when it comes to the whole facade that everything has to be lovely, every have, everything has to be perfect and good and kind. And everything has to seem like a movie. Like, for example, if you go on most Instagram stories or Instagram pages, all the highlights of a person's life is never the down moments. It's never when they're in their darkest place. It's never when they feel alone or alienated from society or from their family or their friends. It's never those things. But it's always the parts where... Is my 20th birthday, or I won a championship, or I'm getting married type thing. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with posting your successes. But obviously, a lot of times we don't post our failures. And we sometimes compare ourselves to people on Instagram, on Twitter, who have more followers than us, look like they're having a better time in life than us, getting more job opportunities than us. But we don't know what's going on on the other side. And what this has to do with trust issues is that because we're painting a facade of ourselves, we're not being truthful to ourselves at times. So it's hard to trust people because when a person approaches you or comes to you and you've already been hurt, broken and you haven't been fixed truly and wholly and they come to you you the first thing you think is they're coming to take away something from your social media or they're coming to expose you about something or trying to hurt you trying to harm you because the last time you let somebody in they destroyed you but the thing is even if they did beat you and became the victor in that moment, the one thing that I find funny is we say these things, but at the end of the day, you're still here, which means that 
they didn't defeat you fully. They won the battle, but you're still fighting. You're still here. You can't always let the mistakes of yesterday be your present or even worse, your future. Because, for example, I'll use a scenario. Say a lady listening to this, a guy broke your heart in high school. Obviously, in high school, you're impressionable. You didn't know too much. It's your pat it's obviously you were naive. You didn't have the knowledge that you have today about yourself. You may not have had the same self-worth. So that dude who was at a better place took advantage of you, walked all over you, whatever, which was wrong for him to do. But now you've grown up, you accomplish more in your life, you realize who you truly are, and now you're in a better, better place, but let a dude come to you right now, you're going to be thinking about what you were, not thinking about who you are right now. And that's the issue that I find with the whole trusting, because that the dude that's coming to you now may be coming from a good place, but because you're so still hung up of what happened to you in the past, now I'm not to say completely forget it, but that's not who you are anymore. You're a better person than you were back then. And it goes vice versa for the fellas too, because ladies out there, just realize that some of us guys do have trust issues as well. We just express it in different ways because men and women are different. But this whole trust issue thing, especially in our generation, my generation, it is kind of sad because eventually it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. But obviously I'm an optimist. And I think if we start talking about these things, start dealing with the issues that we have, and when I mean dealing with them, I mean talking about it, but also taking the steps to changing our habits, changing our way of thinking, changing our mind, renewing our mind. And I think the only way you can do that is through Christ and Christ alone. But it's important that we do these things because if we don't do these things, it's just going to keep getting worse. And eventually, people are just going to go to covetousness, meaning that you're just going to go to things such as money, validations from other people, fame, success, all these extrinsic things that doesn't make a person better. It just makes them, in a sense, an amplified version of their current self. So when you focus on those things, if you notice, all the wealthiest, most wealthiest people that you've ever known of or heard of, one thing is, is they're just an amplified version of themselves. Donald Trump is an amplified version of who he was when he wasn't a billionaire. Same with Oprah. Same with Gary Vee. They're just the same person. It's just, it's amplified because they have more of it. That's what money does. A lot of people say money corrupts. Money is evil. No, it's not because it answers all things. And all it is, is just you can't love money over loving God or anything else. Because if you do, it's going to lead you into a path of destruction. It's going to lead you to do things 
immorally and to do things at all costs in order to obtain more money because you're just going to want more because there's an endless amount of money out there. So that's what it has to do with. You're just going to get a bunch of people who are going to replace their intrinsic values with extrinsic stuff because they can't trust anything because money most likely won't let people down like a person would. So we're going to put their trust in money because if they get money, they can do more things. That's their way of thinking. Cars are not going to let you down as much as a human would, even though sometimes they break down, but you can fix it if you have money. The shoes are not going to let you down if you have a lot of them. You're just going to keep getting more shoes. Now, I'm not saying people who like cars are extrinsic because that's probably their hobby. I'm just talking about it in the same logic trail that I'm going on about trust because they're going to replace the lack of trust they have in humanity with something else that they feel won't let them down. And that is why we must deal with this trust issues and grow up as a people and teach the young kids from now. Okay, teach them from now. Teach them that people will let you down eventually. Teach them that they shouldn't put their full trust in humanity. Not to say that they shouldn't trust humans at all. This is not what I'm trying to get across. I'm just saying... Sometimes you put too much trust in things that we shouldn't put too much trust in. And the thing that, or the person who we should put our trust in fully, we don't. And so you're going to keep on getting hurt and you're going to keep on going through the same cycle. You're going to wonder why you're still in the same place. That's the bottom line, bro. And that's the bottom line. So we need to think about it. Just some food for thought for you guys. Just think about it. Examine yourself. Look at your past mistakes. Look at things that have happened to you that you wish wouldn't have happened and address it. Maybe you take different steps to avoid similar situations that are detrimental. But does it mean that when an opportunity comes along, it's completely bad and that you should... Straight away from it because there's a possibility of it going wrong. There's always a possibility of things going wrong. All I'm saying is that you just have to discern and look at the perspective. Or not the perspective, should I say. Look at the scenario from a different perspective. Okay. So if it comes across in the same manner and you have a good feeling that something bad could happen, then you could avoid it because it could be a test to see if you've actually learned your lesson. But then there's also, it could be a scenario that's kind of different, but it can also be for your benefit. It could be a blessing. It could be something or opportunity or meeting a new person that could help you. So don't just build a wall to keep everybody out because then eventually you're just going to be by yourself. But learn from the hurt. For example, I'll tell you this one thing. When you go to the gym and you work out, here's the thing. The process of going to the gym and working out is very painful. You're going to be sore. 
You're going to hurt. It's going to hurt to walk. You don't want to do anything after that. You might not even want to work out again, but in order to get to the place that you need to be, you go back to the gym, you eat right, you do what you need to do in order to maintain that body or to get the body that you would like to have. It's the same thing with the emotions or the mental. Sometimes you're going to go through some pain and hardship. But the thing is, after you heal up, after your muscles recuperate, you're stronger than you were before the workout. So we got to look at it from an optimistic side. That's why I said the prettiest podcaster of all time. That's why I call myself the ultimate optimist, because I try to find the best situation out of a horrible situation. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to go to the next segment of the show called Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you guys. So stay tuned. Welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So let's get right into it. So today we're talking about trust issues. And why is my generation right now so malignant and filled with this concept of trust issues? Now, a lot of it has to do, or a good portion of it has to do with the generations not teaching us how to handle it and all sort of the circumstances that my generation has compared to others. Obviously, we're going in a digital age, so that has a lot to do with it. Not really a lot, but it kind of magnifies it a bit because there's so much ways for people to manipulate others than before. But the concept of manipulation is rather much the same. It's just there's different devices that they can use. As one would say, pick your poison. So there's so many things that would cause people in my era not to be super trustworthy, whether it be a family member let them down, whether they believe somebody of the same faith as them let them down, therefore they do away with the tenets of that religion. And you can see it on the rise today as most people my age don't even believe that there's a God that exists or follow or subscribe to a religion. So you can see that the whole trust thing is a big thing. But you're not meant to fully trust in a human being. You can have trust out there and give it to them. If they destroy it, that's on them. That's not on you. It's their fault for mistreating you. And the reason why I wanted to talk wanted to talk about this on this episode is because we have to deal with this issue in order so that we can be, be or we can become better. Reason why is. If you build a foundation at its core and you build on top of it, eventually it's going to be sturdy and sturdy. It's going to be hard to tear down. Now, if you build it on lack of trust, it can get to the point where it's going to be hard to take that wall down when a good opportunity comes because you're so used to it. Although we know that we are creatures of habit. And on that flip side, if you're too willy-nilly, too overzealous when it comes to trust, that's a rocky foundation. And 
when the storm hits you, it's going to hit you hard. You're going to have to start from scratch. And sometimes you might not even want to do it at all because you've been devastated. So that is why we must have a dichotomy of balance. I'm not saying to jump in it willy-nilly. What I am saying is just to keep an eye open for the red flags. Be aware. Be cognizant of certain situations, certain things that pop up, certain circumstances that come to be. Just use your noggin, all right? Use your brain, fam. That's all you have to do. Just use your brain. But I thank you guys for stopping by once again. It's the man who is pretty, the prettiest podcaster of all time, the ultimate optimist, the man who's dashing and has that boy's charm that you so desire. Your boy DD's here. So if you want to get a hold of me, get a contact of me, reach me. Just hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Underscore DD the Suave Kid on all of them. It's the same guy. Same profile. You'll find me because I'm dashing and I'm pretty. All right? And also, the goal of the show is to hit the top 200 in the next 10 years or so. So that is the goal. I believe that we are able to accomplish it in that time frame. I will continue and put in the work in order to reach it. I'm not going to just say something not do it. But if you don't wait for anything, you're going to hit nothing all the time, 100% of the time. So I'm going to make that a goal for the show. And I believe that we can hit it. All right. And with that said, don't lose your style and stay suave. This is your boy, Dearest D, sending off once again. So just chill. Just chill. Till the next episode. Mm-hmm.